You're listening to the Marketing Sales Superstar with Andrew S. Kaplan. And now your host, Andrew S. Kaplan. Welcome, everyone. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. I'm the CEO and founder of Awesome Marvelous Inc., and you are the marketing sales superstar. You just might not know it yet. But stick around because you're in for some magic here, and we've got a lot of really great content coming up for you in the episodes to come, and there's just so much value and so much gold that I want to make sure to provide for my audience. I'm really excited by the possibilities. And you know, it's, it's going to be interesting as you go through this because you notice the name, the marketing sales superstar. I don't even know if I would call that grammatically correct, but I do know we're going to be tackling a lot in the realm of both marketing and sales, and we're going to be attacking all of the little misnomers that a lot of people seem to have as they try to get paid going into different fields. It doesn't matter if you're a contractor. It doesn't matter if you're selling a software as a service. It doesn't matter if you're an internet marketer. It doesn't matter any of this stuff. Whatever you might be doing in your field, there's a lot more that you can be doing than you ever would have realized. And a lot of the advice is a lot simpler than you might have expected. This being our inaugural episode, I really don't have too much to cover but really, the, the lesson that I want to put in here is, uh, I'm, I'm a little late on this. I actually wanted to record this a full week ago, and I found myself hesitating, and it's really that same old story of perfectionism and wanting to be perfect in everything that I do, and I'm sure you deal with that on your end, but the truth is... Until I get this episode out of the way, until I start speaking this, until I get through all these ums and the stuttering and the hesitation and whatever else might be that you certainly wouldn't hear on a professional so-called podcast, until I get through all that, I'm never going to get anywhere. And it's really important because believe it or not, this recording is out of order. Uh, about 20 minutes ago, I just finished my first guest interview. Um, and that's not going to be on the first episode because I really wanted to get a, a few things out of the way before introducing that person. But that kind of broke the seal. Like what I did basically was I scheduled time with this person and his opinion matters to me. And the last thing I want to do is lose credibility in his eyes. So as soon as I scheduled that call with him, it was done. I had to start recording. I had to start doing something. So I'm taking advantage of the momentum that I began with that. And I'm just going in and diving here. And again, I want to remind you the lesson is, you know, you're never going to be ready for whatever it is you're doing. If, if you're a new salesperson on, you know, some company that you joined, and you're really nervous about diving into those calls. Like you're never going to get there until you do it. And you're going to have to fuck up a few times, honestly. It's just, it's the way it's got to be. You're going to have to stutter through a few things. You're going to have to make mistakes. You're going to have to look stupid. You're going to have to feel stupid. And you're going to have to not care about it. I'll, I'll never forget a sales job I took. Oof, it had to be like, I don't know, over 10 years ago at this point. It it didn't last long because the guy who hooked it up was was a little bit shady and it it, it kind of went sour really fast. But while I was there, I was making a call to if I think it's if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Decatur, Michigan. 
and I call in there and I ask, um, is this the department of X for Decatur? And the lady on the other end is like, do you mean Decatur? And as soon as she asked it that way, as soon as I like kind of heard the tone of her voice, I knew there was no way I had any credibility left. There was no way that I didn't look like some random cold caller who knew nothing about her, who knew nothing about her business, who was nothing but some kind of shyster, you know, scammer or whatever, whatever else she might have built in her mind. And the call was over. But you know what I learned? I learned that it's Decatur. And the next time I had a call in that area, I looked a little bit more like I knew what I was doing, and it was worth it. It was worth looking stupid. It was worth going through that because, again, you have to start. You have to go through these things. You know, the the guy that I interviewed, his Kickstarter um, funded in about the same time as it took my Kickstarter to fund. We were, we were both a little under 30 hours. I think he was actually 26. I think he did a little bit better to me. Here's the interesting thing, though. His Kickstarter went on to make $322,000. Mine was about 18 grand. So <laughs> we both fund in the same amount of time, but he did it at such a higher level. And you know what? It was both our first Kickstarter. So Shit, kudos to him for doing a hell of a better job than I did on that one. But the point is, we both moved. We both did what we had to do. We both got that Kickstarter out of the way. We both funded and we both won. So, again, there's there's no way around this. And, you know, for those that don't really know me yet, you'll you'll get to hear that story eventually uh, about my first Kickstarter and and how I managed to fund it in, a little, you know, under 30 hours. Uh, you guys are going to learn about the first book that I ever published on Amazon uh, because, well, I wrote it and published it all in less than 24 hours. I I set that challenge for myself and I did it. And I ended up replacing the cover, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks later. But the original cover and everything else was complete. It was up there. It was on Amazon. It was selling copies all in 24 hours. And I mention that because there's probably certain things that you don't think are possible, but they are. And it's very important to have that understanding and that outlook if you want to do well in your marketing and you want to do well in your sales. Uh, I'll eventually also go on to tell the story about how I beat 800 other applicants out for an internship with World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, It was back when they were WWF, and it was as hot competition as you could ever imagine. But I found my way through, and I did it using human psychology. I did it using social dynamics. I did it leveraging my skills and describing them in a certain way that could get the door open so that people would listen to me. And it's really important to mention that because when you think about it from the standpoint of marketing and or sales, that's what it really comes down to. It comes down to getting through, getting through all the noise with a message that's going to connect with them, get them to listen, and put them in a place where there's an opportunity for them to say yes to you and pull out their wallets. And the cool thing about that internship is, you know, they they didn't even have to pay me. I, I would have taken that for free. In fact, when I applied for the internship, I thought it was going to be an unpaid thing. And they ended up paying me. So, you know, there's there's always a little extra benefit that you might not realize. So just to tell you a little bit about me um, right now, like I said, I'm, I'm the current f- uh, CEO of Awesome Marvelous Inc. And the main focus of this firm right now is helping people take their sales messaging and their marketing strategy 
and just put them up straight up on steroids. No needle required, just results, just better performance, uh, just really cutting to the heart of the matter and getting in sales for whatever your product or service might be. That's the main focus. And I found my way to doing this the hard way. You know, when, when I was straight out of school, the, the one strategy that I kind of had to, the one that I adhered to was look at what other people are doing that's working and copy it to the best of your ability. And that led to a lot of failure because I didn't understand why the things that they were doing were actually working. And the way I describe it to people is, listen, if you want to throw like Tom Brady, it's not enough to focus on the way his arm moves. That's important, but you also need to study his footwork. You need to know how to communicate with receivers. You need to understand the whole offensive system that you're playing into. You need a lot more than just looking at one piece of the puzzle, thinking you've got it and moving based on that. And my big, you know, aha moment was when I discovered direct response copywriting. And this, for those that are not aware, and, and hopefully many of you are, are aware of this or becoming aware of this as you move forward in what you're doing, uh, this is a century-old underground style of selling that pierces through all the noise, gets straight to the wants and needs of the prospect, and really sells them on why they should spend their money on you. It really it, it, it goes in line and needing them wherever they are at in their own life with whatever problem they're trying to solve. And it communicates very easily how your product or service is the thing that actually fixes it for them. So it's, it's a real key thing to do. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I, there's been so many big changes since discovering that. Like right now, I'll, I'll just come out with it. If, if someone wants to work with me for a week, my fee is 30 grand. Now, I mean, this is, we're, we're not talking over the phone. Like, I'm going to fly out to you and we're actually, you're going to have complete access to me. But that fee of 30 grand for a week of in-person attention with me, really just walking through things, I never would have imagined before that I would have had the courage or the skill to charge that kind of fee. But as long, I, what I've learned is as long as you can really back that up with legitimate value, more so than whatever someone's spending on you, you can charge anything you want. And really, this comes down to me getting over a lot of different you know, challenges that I think we all go through. I mean, me, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I can guarantee that the voice you hear on this first episode is probably the light, sober version of what you're going to hear by episode 50. Because, you know, there, there was a time where I kind of put myself into the private sector, the nine to five world, where I was really always worried about not being liked. I would always like do whatever I could to avoid conflict. It just, it wasn't my personality type. And the worst part was I actually, I was a boss. I got promoted to middle management. So I had the power and authority really to, to, make things a little bit more to my liking if I'd wanted to. But I was so scared of being viewed as a bully, even if my decisions for for the betterment of the company and for the employee doing the work, I was so worried about standing out and being like a bully and being someone that picked on people. I just didn't want to be seen in that way. I wanted to be liked. And 
there are still remnants of that to this day in my personality. So I'm going to be treading lightly in these first episodes, but you'll you'll likely see me be a little bit uh, a little more rough around the edges, believe it or not. I'll be going in the reverse direction as we move forward in this and as I kind of return to myself and I'm no longer concerned about getting fired. I'm no longer concerned about other people's opinion of me because honestly, at this point, I really don't give a fuck. And, you know, you never want to piss somebody off intentionally because then it just becomes another tactic. But by that same token, you really got to get to a place for yourself in your sales and marketing where you're not scared to repel people on your message because it's only through that polarity. It's only through really refining who you represent and what you represent that the buyers are going to actually come. Because we can't be all Coca-Cola, we can't all be Disney, we can't all be Apple, even though Apple in and of itself can be polarizing, um, especially in, in its war against PC users a few years ago when it really kind of stood out. But you where you're at, if you're listening to this, I, I have a funny feeling the CEO of Coke is not listening to this podcast right now. The people that are listening are people that are looking really to improve their sales and marketing results on a level that's less than you know nine or ten figures. Um, and for you... You're going to need to really not like if, if you any had any remnants of being a people pleaser, you're going to have to get rid of that. You're going to have to be unafraid to throw out a marketing message that's going to turn people off. And really, your bigger concern is, you know, if you're posting on Facebook for a second, just don't get the ads disapproved. But but by that same token, if there's certain things about your message, about your product, about your service that you're going to have to turn certain people away from, don't be scared to do it. And again, you'll, you'll see and hear more of that as we move forward in this podcast. But, but the number one thing here is, where can we go? Where are you right now? And how far can we take you in whatever it is that you're doing? Is there a marketing campaign that you need to refine? Is there a marketing campaign that you haven't even come up with yet? Is there a product or service that you're looking to sell for either yourself or somebody else? These are the things that we're going to work on. And we're going to basically take you to the top of whatever field you're at. You're going you're gonna to get to a point where it's not even about competition unless you're looking in the mirror. And trust me when I say that's a reality. That's a real possibility. There's nothing else around this. There's, there's no possibility of actually losing here. All you've got to do is take what you learn here, implement, move forward, rinse, wash, repeat. There's nothing more to it. What I'm going to attempt to do on some of these episodes is talk about things that you're either familiar with or even unfamiliar with in order to make points about where you can improve your own marketing messaging. Uh, you know, I, I tell you right now, if, if you like wrestling, well, stay tuned. We're going to have an episode about why WWE is actually making a lot of poor decisions and costing themselves a lot of money. And... That's the point. It's going to be something very easily that you can read about or learn about if you're not already following them, and you could apply it to whatever you're doing in your business, because you will be shocked at how many companies are out there that on the surface look like they're doing well, they're actually losing opportunity for more money. And because they have a certain amount of money to begin with, they can get away with doing that to an extent. But my feeling is, my assumption is, you can't do that. So... I'm going to show you where people are doing things right. I'm going to show you where they're doing them wrong. And then I'm going to show you how you could apply that to whatever you're doing. And if you were a plumber 
looking to improve his business in some way. I'm going to give you certain advice that's going to be perfect for you. But the beauty of this is that same advice is going to be applicable to somebody selling software on the other side of the country. There are certain things, certain universal pieces that come into play for everyone. And yes, everyone's situation is going to be unique, but that's only when you get deeper down to what you're doing. There's certain pieces that could be applied to everyone. And we're going to dive into that. Now, I'm still really, I'm still figuring out the format of what this is going to be. And I really don't know where I'm going to cherry pick the value that I offer each time around. Uh, But for this episode, we're keeping it really short. And I wanted to give you one bit of insight that, you know, think about where you can apply this to what you're doing. But I want to talk about Amazon book sales. Because a couple of years ago, when I put out that book in 24 hours, and I was interested in finding a way to market it and make more money, I stumbled upon a bunch of programs where there were different people like guaranteeing these proven systems for getting more results on Amazon and getting yourself to the top of the charts and getting yourself in the bestseller rankings. And some of their systems, here's where they went wrong. They were advising you to tell your whole network about your book, right? Imagine, imagine you've got, I mean, we're going to be really generous. Let's say you have 10,000 people. You have 10,000 people. And you convince, I don't know, you convince 10% of them to buy your book. So that's 1,000 people. So on day one, all of a sudden, you're getting $1,000 worth of sales. Now, you've coded your book to be in, you know, the health and fitness space, all right? And here you've got 1,000 sales. They're beautiful. All of a sudden, it's a, char- it's a chart topper, right? Where could you go wrong? Well, the problem is those 1,000 people that actually bought it aren't health and fitness people, They're people that maybe their biggest interest is in politics, or maybe they're more interested in sports. Maybe they're more interested in movies. And Amazon's artificial intelligence has analyzed and understood their buying habits because it has their buying history on Amazon, and the algorithm is now confused. So here we have something on the surface that you're getting sold. Tell everybody about it. They'll buy it. You'll make money. You'll look better. And it's bullshit. Okay, it's complete bullshit. The real insight here is you want to make sales on people that actually have that interest because it's only when people that are interested in health and fitness buy that book that Amazon's artificial intelligence will be able to kind of figure this out and use its algorithm to put that book of yours as a suggested purchase along with other health and fitness books. Until you're actually being bought by people that actually have that interest, it's not going to do that. And that's where the real money is. The real money isn't putting your thing in front of everyone. The real money is putting it in front of people that are interested in what you're selling. And that's why you want to to basically take advantage of the algorithm so that it's always coming up for other books. And that's the key insight. Now, how many of these am I going to have for you? Am I going to have one for episode? I don't know. But I wanted to begin with that one because it's such a big one that people gloss over. But it's really important to understand in your marketing that you're going to be encountering certain situations in marketing and sales where more and more as we go on, it's artificial intelligence and it's algorithms that are really doing the heavy lifting for you. 
That's why certain people go into Facebook and they screwed up because they micromanage what they're doing without first giving Facebook's artificial intelligence the opportunity to do what it's supposed to do. So have keep this in mind, you know, and maybe you're going to need this little tidbit of advice to look good in a meeting. Maybe you're going to use it for a marketing campaign you're starting. Maybe you're just kind of thinking about including it in a book that you're writing to make yourself a little bit more knowledgeable as an expert or something else. Whatever that purpose is, that's really the final little tidbit of value that I wanted to make sure to offer you for today. Um, other than that, uh, at least in the beginning of these episodes, I have myself a little bit of a rule, and that's always offer a benefit or value to you as a reward for being a listener. So, two offers for you today, and it's up to you if, if any of these apply, but I want to invite you to go to marketingsalessuperstar.com, and when you go to that page, you have a form there that you can fill out, and there's one of two offers you can take. The first one, I'm only going to do this for uh, no, three or four people. Um, quick little note, if you want to work with me, usually, uh, it's usually a minimum of one to $2,000 just to get started on something. But again, since I want to make sure that people listening to this get some kind of reward, uh, for the first three or four people that have something that I can work with them on, uh, I'm going to give you a consultation. Uh, we'll call it a 90-minute consultation for about $400. So if you're up for that, if you feel like there's some kind of thing that you want to tackle before the year is out, now's the time. Get in touch. Let me know. Uh, however, there's other people that might not want to throw that money around and they even want some free advice. Well, we're doing that too because a key thing that I'm planning on featuring, if it's right, if it's useful, is I want to start putting people on um, on the show that are listeners where I solve their marketing or sales issues. So if you've got something that you think might be applicable and useful for people as a whole, people listening to this, well, get in touch with me on that website, marketingsalessuperstar.com, and give me the issue you're having. And if it looks like something that's actually going to be useful for my listeners as a whole, someone will come out, they'll, they'll reach out to you on my team, and we'll actually get on a call together for free. We'll work out your issue. Just keep in mind, obviously, we're going to be recording it and we're going to be sharing it. But those are your two offers. Again, both of them only exclusive to listeners of the Marketing Sales Superstar. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what kind of comes in and, you know, hopefully it'll be useful stuff because I remember doing an offer on a different piece and I literally got 50 entries and none of them were working for, for my audience in, in that venue. It was, a, it was a different situation. It was a different show. So I'll, I'll cross my fingers and we'll see how much useful stuff comes in here. But the flag has been planted. You guys are now aware of this. You've got this opportunity. And uh, again, keep your ears perked. We've got some really interesting things coming up um, through this show. If you are not at a high level of sales or marketing yet, you will be. So you hang in there. Uh, you know, Email questions, email concerns. Give me feedback. Let me know what's going on because you guys are going to help dictate the terms of this show and how it evolves. And I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. So thank you guys for listening in. Once again, my name is Andrew S. Kaplan. You are the marketing sales superstar. And if you didn't know, you just found out. I'll talk to you guys soon.